Mozart! Mozart! I cannot bear it any longer! I confess it! I confess what I did! I'm guilty! I killed you! Sir, I confess! I killed you! Welcome to another episode of Mouthful of Words. I'm your host, Eli Snugs, an audiobook narrator, voiceover artist, and podcaster. This show is all about the art of dramatic reading, where I share with you my favorite works, perform a piece of them, and talk about them. Today's episode is super exciting because it's all about one of my favorite films of all time, possibly my number one, though I've never thought to rank them that is the amazing, the astounding 1984 Amadeus by Peter Schaffer. Now, like the previous episode, this is another film adaptation of the renowned play, which was first published in 1978. I have never seen a stage performance of this, but I would love to do so at some point in my glorious future. Yes, yes, I'd rather remain optimistic about the passage of time. So, for those of you who haven't heard, seen, or know of this wonderfully written piece of literature, this next bit is a stimulating, sonorously sculpted synopsis just for you. Amadeus tells the tale of two composers, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart and Antonio Salieri. But we begin with an old Salieri, in the middle of attempting suicide and confessing to have murdered the genius Mozart many years before. Salieri survives, but is now in an insane asylum, where he weaves the story to a priest who is there to take his confession. And so this whole affair is simply Salieri recounting the tale. Mozart was a wild and crazy genius of a composer who has never not been famous as his father had paraded him around as a boy to play for the aristocracy. However, Salieri, who once idolized Mozart and his music, eventually discovers that his idol is a graceless, drunken fiend. And so begins the struggle Salieri faces with his relationship with God, and by extension, Mozart. For how can God bestow upon someone as profane as Mozart to be his voice and genius in music? Thus, Salieri, a devout Catholic all his life, blinded by envy and fueled by a sense of injustice, rejects the Almighty and vows to destroy Mozart in every way he can. Although Mozart dies far too early while having never been financially successful, his music outlived everyone else's, to the utter chagrin of Salieri in his old age. Finally, as a last attempt to be remembered, Salieri falsely confesses to having poisoned Mozart with arsenic, which no one believes. And so, he fades away as a musical mediocrity pantomimically conducting a madhouse. And now, without further ado, the utter shock of perfect sheet music. (laughs) 
Are you sure you can't leave that music and come back again? I have other things you might like. That's very tempting, but it's impossible, I'm afraid. Wolfie would be frantic if he found those were missing. You see, they're all originals. Originals? Yes. These are originals? Yes, sir. He doesn't make copies. Astounding. It was actually beyond belief. These were first and only drafts of music, yet they showed no corrections of any kind. Not one. Do you realize what that meant? He'd simply put down music, already finished in his head, page after page of it, as if he was just taking dictation. And music finished as no music is ever finished. Displace one note, and there would be diminishment. Displace one phrase, and the structure would fall. It was clear to me that sound I had heard in the Archbishop's palace had been no accident. Here again was the very voice of God. I was staring through the cage of those meticulous ink strokes at an absolute beauty. Is it no good? It is miraculous. Oh, yes. He is really proud of his work. So, you will help him? Tomorrow night, I dine with the Emperor. One word from me and the post is his. Oh, thank you, sir. Come back tonight. Tonight? Alone. What for? Some service deserves service in return, no? What do you mean? Isn't it obvious? It's a post all Vienna seeks. If you want it for your husband, come tonight. But I'm a married woman. Then don't. It's up to you. Not to be vague, that is the price. Yes, father. Yes. So much for my vow of chastity. What did it matter? Good, patient, hardworking, chaste. What did it matter? Had goodness made me a good composer? I realized it absolutely then. That moment. Goodness is nothing in the furnace of art. And I was nothing to God. You cannot say that. No. Was Mozart a good man? God's ways are not yours, and you are not here to question him. Offer him the salt of penitence. He will give you back the bread of eternal life. He is all merciful. That is all you need to know. All I ever wanted was to sing to him. That's his doing, isn't it? He gave me that longing, then made me mute. Why? Tell me that. If he didn't want me to serve him with music, 
Why implant the desire? Like a lust in my body? Then deny me the talent. Go on, tell me. Speak for him. My son, no one can speak for God. Oh? I thought you did so every day. So speak now. Answer me. I do not claim to unravel the mysteries. I treasure them, as you should. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Always the same stale answers. There is no God of mercy, Father. Just a God of torture. Amadeus is such a masterclass in writing that it is a pure joy to read, just as much as it is to watch on the screen, or in the actual theater if you are lucky enough. Of course, having exquisite actors like F. Murray Abraham and Tom Hulch helps even more, and that doesn't even put a dent in the exceptional castings that have occurred over the years for this play. Looking at you, Paul Schofield and Ian McKellen, still... Peter Schaffer is the ultimate hero here because he brought us this fictional world of Mozart and Salieri that will never, ever leave my heart and mind. Full disclosure, part of that is because I named my Malamute Amadeus, and yes, he is crazy, really smart, and a good boy that likes to sing. Well, how, really, when he wants his dinner or is bored, so naturally he sings a lot. Anyway, the great playwright Sir Peter Levin Schaffer was born to a Jewish family in Liverpool, England, May 15, 1926, and had a twin brother, Anthony Schaffer, who was also a playwright. A very gifted family, it seems. Peter Schaffer's first play was The Salt Land in 1955, and pretty much from then on, he was off to the races, producing a new play every few years. I won't go over all of his works here, but another notable one is the 1973 Equus, which won the Tony Award for Best Play. Peter Schaffer passed away in 2016 at the age of 90 and is laid to rest next to his partner, Robert Leonard. Schaffer's Amadeus was loosely inspired by Alexander Pushkin's one-hour play, Mozart and Salieri, from 1830. However, I recently watched the Theater Talk episode from 1999 where Schaffer was being interviewed and he claimed to never have read the play itself, but was simply aware of it. The real inspiration, he says, was the legendary burial of Mozart in an unmarked grave that only five people attended, one of which was Salieri himself. Supposedly, ten others were on their way to the burial, but were thwarted by a sudden thunderstorm that appeared. According to Schaffer, in this particular interview, meteorological recordings of the time say there was actually mild weather that day. So why were people prevented from attending Mozart's burial? and why the legend of a storm as being the cause. And thus spun the wheels of Schaffer's mind in devising the plot of Salieri. I think what I love most about this play is the portrayal of injustice Salieri feels at not being good enough when presented with a true genius of music. 
As he says, he devoted his entire life to God and to being good in exchange for music. And yet God did not bestow that kind of talent upon him. As Salieri sees it, God gave genius to a fiend and to himself only the ability to recognize it. Of course, this view is blinded by envy because Salieri lived a very well-off life and produced great music, but because he wasn't the best, it wasn't enough. It is such wonderfully written motivation for this antagonist because it is logical and you can really feel and understand why Salieri feels this way, even if it is twisted in the end. In preparing for this episode, I stumbled for the first time upon a clip of Paul Schofield's 1979 rendition of Salieri in the scene when he first encounters Mozart's music. And oh my God, it truly brought me to tears to hear the pain and beauty this man was experiencing. It was magnificent. His acting was music in of itself, and I felt as though I were Salieri in some small way, listening to a genius perform. Thankfully, I didn't decide to let envy destroy me. <laughs> I love Abraham's version in the film. It's what caused me to be infatuated with this play so much to begin with. But Schofield truly shook me to the core. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and have not seen Amadeus, then I implore you, please watch it. Trust me, it's so good, I named my dog after it. Now, this show is brought to you by, well, me, Eli Snugs of Little Bird King Audio. Do you need a voiceover artist for your next project? How about narration for your exciting new book? Or perhaps you have your own podcast that could use some polishing and taken to the next level. Well, look no further than Little Bird King Audio. Go check out my gigs on Fiverr or shoot me an email at elisnugs at littlebirdkingaudio.com. Little Bird King Audio, crown your next project with great sound and great service. And the other one? And the other one? Oh, these wigs are both so beautiful. I can't decide. Why don't I have two heads? <laughs>